welcome back to the Guardian Project Podcast. And it's Halloween week. <gasps> spooky. Spooky Guardian Project Podcast. And I'm your host, Andy Flory. Uh, and I was trying to make a cool Brea costume for Halloween, but it wasn't shaping up like I wanted it to. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm your co-host, Mike Coyle. And just like Oko, I'm painfully relevant in every format but oh, Popper. Yes. Please listen carefully. And this is the, the podcast where we talk about all things Magic Gathering. Oh, man. I did not like that old Venice. Oh, Oko's the worst. I know. But I thought I worked really hard on mine. I was really excited about that. I was like, the shaping up. This is so good. <laughs> puns are my favorite. Puns are the best. I know. I, my husband likes them too. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about this week? Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about uh, some of the brand new uh, Commander products. Spoiled uh, today. Yeah. For, well, for, not spoiled, I guess. Well, announced. Yeah, they got announced today yeah. um, for the 2020 year. Uh, we're also going to be talking about a lot of subjects regarding Command Fest Chicago that Andy and I are attending this weekend. Yeah, we're going to talk about um, a lot of the special formats for the weekend and give you maybe some tips and tricks on how you can uh, build your decks to optimize um, for those specific rule sets. Yeah, and then uh, we're going to have a fun segment uh, at the end. And uh, Commander Decks Explained Badly is back. By, it's only been like nine weeks. By popular demand. Yes. At least by us. I mean, by us. And we. I know we have at least one one follower who sent us a bunch of suggestions as well. So thank you, JC. Um, I will probably use one of those today. Woo. So Commander Products 2020. Yeah. So um, released today, there was a Command Zone video uh, with Gavin Verhey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he talked about all the new Commander products that they are going to be releasing in 2020. And there's a lot of them. There's so many. Take my money. I, I mean, I, I buy at least like one of every Commander deck. Yeah, we, we always buy the pre-cons. And then one of us keeps the pre-cons put together. And then the other one builds a bunch of decks and we share. Like you built my, you played my Marisi deck. You talked about that last week. Yep. But you've got, I think, all the pre-cons from this last one. This one still. and the pre- I actually have like two sets of the previous one, the Planeswalker one. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, I, I want to sleeve that up and play it because I never got an opportunity to. We should just make a video of it and we'll put it online. Everyone was pretty underwhelmed by that. And then this last Commander set, they knocked out of the park. So... I mean, with these with these new sets in 2020, uh, they they are saying that they're going to be on theme with the standard set that's gonna, that they're being released with. So, um, at least with some of the mechanics. At, um, so, Ikoria will be the first set that we see, and that's going to have five commander decks released alongside with it. Five precons. So that's that's like the normal one for the like the normal release time throughout the year. Correct. I believe that one is. During the summer? Yeah, it's going to be, I think, quarter two. Quarter yeah. two? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's around the time, I guess, just, just before when we would normally get the pre-cons, right? Yeah. yeah uh, I think so. It, it might be a little early, but sure. But yeah. Well, more, more info on why coming up in now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right now. Tell right. us why. Because we're also getting two decks later yeah. in the year. So, so with the following set that's being released for, Zendikar for Rising. Standard. Yeah, Zendikar Rising we're going to we're going to get two more precons. Um and then they're going to break that up a little bit and they're going to do a Commander Collection Green which is a reprint a, a set of reprints kind of like a spellbook yep. but just green commander cards. So we talked about this on the drive over here to record mm-hmm. and uh 
I mean, we're hoping for like a court of calling. There will be. It has to be. C- Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yeah. They I probably mean, need to do that. I mean, are we going to get an Azusa in this one? I think, I mean. It's a, it's I at least know. Azusa related, right? Well, we know that, right? Because yeah. there there was that, the Azusa crown thing on that one creature they talked about on the video today with Gavin. Yes. Um, What other cards in green do we want? Oh, uh, doubling a, a, another doubling season. That'd, yeah. be, that'd probably be good. Battle Bomb was the last one that you know, we got, right? Uh, yeah, Battle Bomb was the last one. But you know, there's there have been token doublers that we haven't seen reprinted yet. I think... Um, uh, uh, parallel lives? Parallel lives. Has that never been reprinted? I don't think it has. And uh, the Primal Vigor has only been printed in the Pros in Precon. The, well. Yeah, it's a Precon. But does anybody want that one? Everybody wants the doubling season. It's what they really want. I mean, if you're a token deck, you want those cards. If you're playing against a token deck, well... Who knows if you're playing against a token deck or not. Sure. Do we think we're going to get a Sylvan Library here? You know, I thought about that too. Uh, it would be smart. Th- that product, they haven't released an MSRP, and you know they don't have MSRP anymore. Right. Um, but a Sylvan Library, a Crater Huff, all these things, they're, they're really going to either make these cards affordable or this product is going to be expensive. Yeah, Parallel Lives is is only from Innistrad, so it's never been reprinted yeah. ever. And it, that's a good card. I mean, it's it's used in all your token decks. Yeah. Um it just it does the effect of doubling season except for the the counters on the creatures. It just doubles the creatures, so. Right. Um and then but wait, there's more. Oh yeah. There's two more precons coming next year as well to ra- to 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 bring it up to a nice 9. Yeah, you know, when you have your your 9 player commander pod. Oh, I've done a 6. It's not fun. I've done a five. I prefer four. Yeah. Four, four is the best. Four is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get uh, two more precons alongside the set Commander Legends. So people, when Battlebond got released, went, oh, this is like Master Commanders. Well, welcome to real Master Commanders. And it's a draftable set. Which is interesting. I've never drafted a Commander deck before. Apparently it is a thing. I've been, I was reading online. Some people were talking about it with cubes. Yeah. And they have cards that you draft from a cube, and then you have to put them into a Commander deck. Yeah. Seems really fun it, it does but I, mean, I think they said there's going to be 20 card packs and mm-hmm. some people were saying that if you have to draft to make the deck i don't know if it's that you draft and you add cards to a precon or like some like some base deck or if you have to draft 100 percent of it but you'd have to draft at least six packs to get 100 cards right but if it depends on how many cards there are in that pool because you have to have enough singleton cards right so I wonder if there's, are there going to be like 5,000 cards in that set and you draft 20 at a time and hope to not get doubles? We know there's at least 70 legendaries in that, in that set. And there's right one now. foil per pack guaranteed and in two, that. And two legendaries per pack. So, I mean, I wonder how big that card pool is. It seems really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to draft that for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're playing it for sure. Probably more than once. I mean, that's, that combines, like, two of your favorite types, right? Draft and Commander. Yeah. The other one's Cube. So those are, my, those are my three main formats there. You got them all. I mean, we could also then stick them in a Cube to use them later. Yeah, we just make a Cube out of it immediately. <laughs> immediately, this is now a Cube. So we have a lot of stuff coming next year. So take my money, and that's on top of whatever ancillary products and um, standard sets come out next year, which I know I'm excited for Theros. Yeah. And I'm excited for... Ikoria building monsters, mm-hmm. and then we're going back to Zendikar. Yeah, that'll so, be fun. That was in standard when I started playing. 
Oh, Battle for Zendikar was still BFC. legal. Yep. You started during Almond Cat? Yeah, the old good old Almond Cat. The good old Almond Cat. So yeah, so that's that's that for Commander, but continuing on theme for Commander, this weekend is Command Fest Chicago, and we're both going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be super exciting. Yeah, we're we're pretty excited. Um, we're leaving um, on Halloween night to drive there because we're like four hours out of Chicago, so we didn't want to have to get up super early to be there Friday morning. Yeah, that would be painful. Painfully early. So we're going to be in Chicago all weekend, so we'll be there on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday playing games uh open play uh we do have the three-day badge so we're going to play in a bunch of the unique events that are um uh special to these command fests that we may have never played in before yeah we have never played i've never played in these before some of them are old formats that i mean i'm sure a lot of people play but we just have never done it and then some i think are brand new um that seem really interesting um to play and we're hoping that if the rules are easy enough to understand that we can actually take these back home and continue to play them yeah so being obsessed commander players ourselves we were trying to look through these formats and see some some tips and tricks things that we should uh, mold our decks around in order to play these special formats and then hopefully they help you and um the episode will be out a few days obviously before the event and not everybody's going for three days so if you're only coming on saturday or sunday hopefully some of these tips help you to um add some cards to your deck if there's a specific format that you want to play now command fest seattle is also happening this weekend. same exact weekend so if you're going to seattle this also helps hopefully we hope you might know more than us. And then if you do, leave leave a comment below if you're watching this on YouTube or tweet at us at the end. Um, and we're also going to be posting a few links to some of these rules as we walk through them because you might not want to listen back to the to the episode to that specific spot multiple times to hear the rules. Right. Um, but we'll start with the first one. Yeah. So the first format uh, is Two-Headed Giant. And this is a format that you and I have been talking about at length. Yes. We play this at all of the pre-releases for the most part. Yep. And... Um, we're not always very good at it, but it is fun. It is <laughs> it fun is sharing tons. a life total and taking your turn at the exact same time. But in Commander, it's it's a whole different ball game. Right. So so each player uh, takes their turn at the same time, um, and you share a turn. Mm-hmm. So you so, share a turn and a life total. So I know Andy, you have built at least <laughs> three decks. I think that no one likes. But but me. Right, because because what do you do with those decks? I take extra turns. And so in the two headed giant format, Andy taking an extra turn means the that that my partner also just gets an extra turn with me. Oh thank you. So the the plan here is I play it we're gonna do this at least once. And yeah. we might only do it once we if might. it's if it's horrible. If it's horrible and we realize it's really not fun for anyone um, we won't do it again, but I am going to play a mono blue take extra turns deck while Coil plays whatever deck that it is that he thinks he can just win with if I give him like six extra turns. Choices being Gitrog combo, Curate combo. Uh, We're not going to bring Kess because that's mean. Well, because Kess shares blue. So so the other another thing about Two at a Giant, I guess we forgot to mention, um, was that you have a shared carpool the same way that a uh, constructed team event would at like a modern event. Yes. Uh, so you cannot share uh, any of the same cards in your libraries besides basic lands. True. So um, I have a demonic consultation cast combo deck that I like to play when I go into a competitive, which is 
not very often, but at these events, I really like getting into a pot or two at that and seeing how, how it goes. Um, but since it plays three colors and it plays a lot of the really powerful counter spells, it might not be the best deck uh, to play in a two-headed giant. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a one-player deck. So, you know, you want to think about using cards uh, in, in this format like uh, Scheming Symmetry. Scheming Symmetry says uh, pay one black. Uh, you get to search your library, put a card on top of your, or search your library for a card, put it on top of your library, and target player gets to search their card, or search your library for a card and put it on top. doesn't say opponent. I was just looking it up to confirm because I was like, wait, does it say opponent? Nope. No, it is you and target player. Two target players search your library for a card. So I might search for another extra turn. <laughs> yep. And it's then, so dumb. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, that's so dumb, but I enjoy it. Now just imagine throwing that under an Isochron Scepter. I don't run that. But I could. But you can't. Oh, Scheming Symmetry, you yeah. mean? Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah, it is. And this is Tutor for any card? Yeah, it's a black Tutor. So I could grab my Mystic Sanctuary that I can then use. Oh, so that also, I did post it online, and I'm sure some people aren't going to be thrilled because I did get a lot of comments saying, no, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> but I had I had pretty much everything for it. I just mm-hmm. threw it together. But it is Maloku, the Clouded Mirror, so you can pay one, return a land to your hand, and you make an illusion. Well, if you return... Um, Mystic Sanctuary to your hand mm-hmm. and you play it back down that turn if you control three islands, which you will with the mono blue deck, yep. you can put um, an instant or sorcery from your graveyard back on top of your library. Oh, yeah. So you can put the extra turn spell that you just cast back mm-hmm. on top of your library and then you do, you can potentially go infinite. Now, my, my mono blue deck doesn't have a tutor for a land other than Teleria West. Um, there's ways that I can get to it sure. if I... If I get to a mystical tutor that can search for this mm-hmm. and search for that, sure. What about uh, Expedition Map? Expedition Map, I just don't have it yet. Okay. That is the one artifact that the deck wants okay. if you're playing that combo. Fair. I just don't have one. Fair. Um, will I get one? Probably, I guess. If, if that's the real plan for the deck, yes. Sure, sure. Um, and the one card, the only, the only extra turn spell that I don't have... I'm hoping to get there if they have the, the judge promo or the, the capture of the Jin Shao because it's just it's just time warp but on a on a portal three kingdoms card. That's right, it's got a different name, makes it broken. Makes it um that. And I'm counting Narset's reversal as an extra turn spell, by the way. Because I can cast my extra turn spell and Narset's reversal it back to my hand. And then I copy that spell. So I just take the turn mm-hmm. and then I have the card in my hand. Yeah. I, th- I mean, yeah, it just costs two extra mana. It's like a reverberate. And I think Narset's reversal is a mono blue um, staple now. Staple. In my opinion. Um, so you also, in the two-headed giant format, you share a life total. And uh, another card that would be really good is a card that pings each opponent. So if you had a card like Brimstone Tribuche, which is a new card mm-hmm. from Throne of Eldraine that has tap, each opponent takes one one damage, yep. or, or they take no, it deals one damage to each opponent. It yep. would deal it would deal two to their collective team, yep. not just one. So that's really good. Any card that would deal damage to each opponent would deal double to them. And that's and that's one argument for my side of the two-headed giant to play Kirik because it is a Grey Merchant reanimator combo deck. Yes. So Grey Merchant would be doing double damage as is, which oftentimes you don't need it to. But but if you aren't a monster like us, yeah. you can also play a fair deck like Perforos God of the Forge. Yeah. yeah. So every creature that comes in, 
Perforos deals two damage to each opponent, so they would actually take four collectively. Um, so that, combined with cards like Impact Tremors, is really strong because each opponent would be taking six damage then. What about well, that... each t- opponent team collectively, I guess. What about that new uh, red commander that you Tor- play? Torbran? Yeah. So then they would each they would take eight damage every time something comes One, in. One, two, it'd be doubling it. Yeah, they would take eight. If you had Torbran and Perforos and then played a creature, your opponent's team would take eight that's crazy i know that's actually really really good yeah so um i think there's a lot of unique and fun ways that you can build there's a lot of degenerate ways that you can build um we we're we're coming with one of each we're just going to see what we can do um obviously we're not going to be playing those decks except for at a table where someone is saying they're playing a bit more competitive we don't want to come there and just play we're not there to make someone else not have fun we're trying to we're trying to have fun. We're trying to have fun too, and we want to see if it works. But we might just test that out at an open play table, two-headed giant as well, because you can just play at the open play table as well. If I see someone playing Heartless Haitsugu on the other side of the table, Oof. we're going to run that because it's an <laughs> instant kill. <laughs> no, <laughs> yep. it is. Because yep. each opponent takes damage equal to half, half their, their life. life, but then it's a team, so you take your whole life. Yep. Oh. And it's not opponent. It's each player. Red seems really good in two-headed giant. Yeah, it really does. Maybe we need to rethink. Maybe we should just build red decks. Two red decks? Red deck. No. No, because you can't share mono blue, mono red. That doesn't seem good. Is it? Huh? Hmm. Mono white, mono green? No. 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 Mono green. Mono green, sure. Mono Mono white. white. No. No, thank you. Mm-mm. No, thank you. But the next format we have is Emperor. So this format is a team format as well. Uh, teams of three. So six people are needed for this, but you can play with eight. You just have to have two equal teams, and then you have to do a little bit of um, uh, adjusting of who's a lieutenant, and then mm-hmm. um, you have like a middle lieutenant then instead of just two, two regular. But this is two teams of three who sit on the same side of the table. Each team has an emperor that sits in the middle. Uh, the outside players are referred to as um, generals. Um, you can discuss all your plays as a team, but you cannot share resources like mana or creatures. Um, and then one of the one of the team's emperors starts. Um, you decide just based on like a high roller, however you decide. Rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors, whoever can get spaghetti to stick to a wall. Um, I think it'd be pretty good at that. Getting spaghetti to stick to a wall? Yeah. Sticky spaghetti. Sticky spaghetti we could, for for first for first play. I we should for the play. We're gonna challenge someone. Okay. Got, yeah. Okay. You got you got your spaghetti. I'll bring it. Okay. Good. Okay. Okay. Um and um and then after the first um emperor starts, uh, the term order progresses to the left. Um, not all at one time in this one. It's it's one person at a time. So, um, in this game, you have something referred to as um. Uh, your range of influence. So mm-hmm. it means who you can affect um, with your spells. So an emperor has a range of influence of two, which means that their spells and abilities affect only themselves and the players within two seats of theirs. Yep. So your partners are one seat from you and then the other generals for the other team are next to them. Yep. So you can only affect those two. And so basically at the start of the game, the emperor can affect everyone except the opposing emperor. Mm-hmm. And then generals have a range of influence of one. So you have to pretty much beat an opposing general to get into a range of an emperor, mm-hmm. no matter no matter what you do. Right. Um, you can only attack... The, the other thing is you can only attack an opponent sitting directly next to you. 
Mm-hmm. So an emperor can't attack a general until your general has been taken out. Right. So obviously if that happens, ugh, that's not good for you. But um, in this game, each player has an individual life total of 20. And there is a special ability that all creatures in this format have. Right. So all creatures in this format have um, the ability to tap it and target teammate gains control of this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, activate only at sorcery speed. So um, eliminated player rules do exist in this format as well. So if you are eliminated, all of your stuff pretty much disappears. Right. Um, but so winning a game requires you to defeat an opposing emperor. The entire team wins if the opposing um, uh general is uh defeated uh if you're a general and you are knocked out by someone else's general or an mm-hmm. emperor but your team ends up winning you're still a, you you're still considered to have won you're it's not like sport. out it's a team yeah team sport yeah um so we thought this this format um was significantly more complicated than two-headed giant oh yeah but um so figuring out this one um you can there's a few suggestions that we, we came up with. So one of them is like a combo strategy, right? Yep. So if you play a game when you where you're looking to just assemble a combo and like play playing alone, really, mm-hmm. um, as as the emperor, um, lieutenants are fending off the opposing forces. You could see a lot of success if that's what you're trying to do is just kind of assemble a combo. Um, but as the uh, emperor, you could also play like a support strategy. So you can play a deck that tends to pack a lot of support cards, not the mechanic support, but support cards. Yep. Um, but but mostly to help out your teammates. So cards that return things to the battlefield that were put there from, you know, this turn mm-hmm. um, is a good strategy for when your lieutenants lose stuff or playing combat tricks, I guess, on your, your lieutenant's creatures. Um, but so um, cards that, that I think are going to do well in this this are, are ones that say they do something to each opponent because you have three opponents in this case. Very true. So um, if you wanted to play a card that only affects your opponents, right? Not necessarily burn them like, like we talked about for two at a giant, but right. a card like fate spinner where on each of your opponent's turns, they pick either, um, untap draw or combat and they have to skip one of those. Oh yeah. And that's each opponent would have to do that right. on their turn. Right. So like you'd really, I, I think you'd really slow someone down for sure. If you, if you played a card like that, um, yeah, no, it's draw, untap. Yeah, draw, untap, or combat. Um, so if anyone else is plan- planning on playing Emperor, let us know what your strategy is because this was a lot to think about. Yeah, so I, I feel like, uh, and, and the thought literally just came to mind, the fact that you can't uh, directly influence a lot uh, of the players on the board at any point in time, it, I think that makes world effects like super yes. important. Yes. So Because uh, you can't affect the emperor, which means that you can't be countered. Right. So if you're playing a quick combo game and you're the emperor, oh, yeah. no one can counter you because the lieutenants can only counter the lieutenants. So they have to go real fast to get to an emperor. Yeah. I mean, you basically, it's yeah. a race game for sure. And I'm assuming it's really combo heavy. That's just my, it's I'm, gotta be. It's what I'm assuming. I don't, it might not be. It, no, I think it has to be. It's it's combo heavy. It's it might not even be uh, combat centric, to be honest. It's it's just it's just combos. Put up defenses like like Perforos again. Like it affects all opponents. It doesn't matter if they're yeah. outside of your range of influence because what, it's all opponents. What combo? This one we have not built decks for specifically yet. Correct. What combo would you suggest building for this? I think the Emperor needs to play something quick. 
that if it doesn't get interrupted is just gonna like win. Uh, I think um, I, an old mono black Sadisi deck that I had. Oh, that can tutor and just grab cards. That just it just you you win on turn four almost every. Oh well, that's time, that's because you you were playing you were playing a lot of that deck was like three thousand dollars, wasn't it? Uh, it's less expensive than my cast deck because it plays all the same tutors. Okay. Still out of the budget for most people. So That's if, if true. we had if we had budget combos um, that you can that you can get out quickly. I mean, you could technically do like. I think so. Maybe this isn't. Maybe this isn't a a combo deck. But um, the new the new King Kenrith and um, he does everything. And he, and he'll bring creatures back for your for your teammates from the graveyard. Sure, uh, give them haste. You do get five trample. colors. Yeah, you gain, to do all the things you want. Gain life. I mean, he can he he can control your team and keep your team alive while you're trying to assemble some sort of combo. Did you know that his mono red, his just one red ability is haste and trample? Uh, yeah, it's not just haste. That's so dumb. Yeah. Our, it's so good. Our 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 mutual friend at our game shop that plays uh chair tribal has <laughs> him as his commander now. And uh he convinced me while I was playing, I believe I was playing Ilharg, <laughs> to kill everyone else on the board and I will give your stuff uh haste and trample. Of course. Deal. Deal. Chair tribal. I love that deck. But it's also so cool. the fact that it has haste and trample. It's for it one round. It should just be haste. The trample is just the cherry on top. Oh, for sure. And it did yeah. not need to be there. I appreciate it. Yeah. I've only played against that. Oh, I played against that deck twice. We have two people at our at, at our LGS that play mm-hmm. that. One is chairs. Mm-hmm. And then all cards, except except the lands, have chairs in them or people sitting in chairs, yep. chairs doing things. Yeah. I guess chairs not doing things, just being chairs. I don't know what card that would... Oh, like a Throne of Geth. That's just a chair without something in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he plays that. Maybe I he think does. the creeping is there. A, there's a scary bookcase, a spooky bookcase, right? There's a bookcase card, and I'm pretty sure that a bookshelf, not a bookcase, is it a bookcase? I don't know. Did I just make up a word? A bookcase? No, I think bookcase a bookcase is, is, a, is word. a word, right? Producer Ryan, is bookcase a word? Bookcase? It's a bookshelf. It's both. Well, bookshelf's a it's thing. A word. Bookcase a word. Okay. So there's one, and I'm pretty sure next to the bookcase, there's a chair. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it was just like a blue spell that lets you like scry or something. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. And then the other one is a is a Kenrith humans deck, five-color humans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I haven't played against that. Yeah, we played Grand Arbiter Augustine the Fourth. In the whole game, it was pretty much out because I couldn't deal with it. So <laughs> my stuff was expensive. Um, but I can't think of a budget combo unless you consider like... I'm I'm thinking so spike right now of all I know my you combos. are I do that I'm sorry but it's like Goto Bandit Warlord because if you can take infinite combats you can kill the lieutenant and then kill the you emperor. can't if 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 you don't have a lieutenant next to you dead you can't swing no that's why you'll you'll just swing at the lieutenant till he's dead with your infinite combats but and then you swing at y- the emperor but that means oh, no, your no, your no, lieutenant that, has then, to then be dead this is this is you are a lieutenant. This is oh. a you yourself are a lieutenant. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. That's yeah. if if you're the emperor, you you got to play combo or support. I mean, I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, but I think you really should. Do you just what play moat and Magus of the moat creatures can't attack. You could play. Flying. You could play pillow fort and make sure that no one else can play Magic the Gathering. 
Well, that pillow fort doesn't mean that. Pillow fort can just be that they can't attack you. They can play the rest of the game. They just can't swing at you. You you may draw a card at your draw step. You can cast the cards. You can cast them. They'll they'll get countered automatically. Mm, not in a pillow fort deck. I'm just thinking of your Lavinia deck. Well, she's she's yeah, she's just control. She is a little pillow forty. <laughs> I don't what do I run this pillow for? I guess I do run propaganda and ghostly prison. <laughs> so <laughs> put the defenses and, up. And, and Magus of the Moat. Magus. But I don't own moat because I am not rich. No. I wish I was. It's like I own I would a, own a moat. It's like, I own a Gitrog <laughs> deck. Do you have Bazaar of Baghdad? No, I do not. Nope. I sure don't. And I, I don't intend to get one. Um well if you guys can think of any um combos for the Emperor format, send them along because yeah. we've got we've we still have a few days yep. and we have a lot of cards. We'd like to put together some mm-hmm. fun janky decks. Because those are the things that you really like to see is yeah. the decks that don't get played often crush a table because no one saw it coming right that is the best um the next format is chase the planes chase the planes which i'm trying to find the rules on (laughs) so all of this stuff is you can find it online um the link to command fest chicago with pastime games they have all like rules or links to rules for all of these this one just says that there's there's going to be um a world effect in play yep. at the start of each round and it, it basically it's it sounds like plane chase without the chaos piece but that the plane doesn't change every single turn it's just this is the one for this round so it could be a, a doubling or the, like a mana reflection where all mana is doubled or mm-hmm. it could be one that says whenever you cast a creature spell you draw a card or whenever you cast a spell you draw a card i'm assuming we're not going to see any of the the planes that are like nasty where like at the beginning of your upkeep, you have to sack a creature or I think, I think that one is actually, you have to planeswalk away or something, but yeah. um, there's, there's a couple that are less um, friendly. Yeah. Th- that's the rules we know of is it's a thin down plane chase deck. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And, and hopefully that means they took all the bad cards out and not all the friendly ones. Although that I think would be kind of fun to play. Just, just the mean, nothing but the, mean planes. The mean planes. You can just play with those at, at the open play. If you have any planes that you suggest we play on though, or you want to play with us, come find us because we'll oh, yeah. be there in the open play area. And if you want to play some games of commander or plane chase or whatever, we're, yeah. we're, we're there all weekend and we, we're not from the area. So we're not going to go home at night. No, <laughs> it's where we are. That's we're stuck. We're stuck in Chicago. Could be, could be worse places though. Chicago's pretty great. It's gonna snow. I'm I love snow. I'm I'm happy summer ended. I like snow when it's not on my driveway. I drive a Jeep Wrangler. So yeah. we go out on the first night of snow. I did that. I, I I told I told Nick a couple of a couple years ago when I got my Jeep. We lived in a city that had a lot of hills. And uh What was the g- city called? Rochester Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Creative. Yes. And so I um we don't live there anymore, but it snowed like a foot of snow. And I said, do you want to go drive? He goes, it just snowed like 12 inches. I said, but I haven't driven in the snow yet with my four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And we went around and there were a lot of cars in the ditch. And, <laughs> and we both said, wow, we feel like jerks because <laughs> we're just <laughs> flaunting that we can do this and no one else can. You were, you were the king in, in a medieval setting going through the slums and be like, oh, 
this it's it's bad out this here, is not isn't it? Good. Yeah, that that is that is that's a good analogy of what it was. And but to be fair, I understood. See, I came I came from that though because I was driving a Ford Fiesta. I remember that. before I got my Jeep. So my car was a literal four inches off the ground, mm-hmm. and if it snowed an inch, I was pretty much stuck. I don't miss that car. It was great on gas mileage, 38 miles per gallon. You can't beat that. And now I'm down to 14. Well, but you can drive in the snow. Worth it. And I can take I can take the top off, but I didn't this year. It was there was it was either super hot or it was cold and rainy. So I didn't have that middle time to to go drive around Jeep and or take my doors off, which that I don't know if I want. Well, you know, it's a Jeep thing. You got to do the Jeep wave. I, three fingers up that's what the jeep wave is and i will tell you every jeep wrangler you drive by they are waving they you always be waving oh, that is how it works in a jeep because they look at you i've had people throw their arm out the window i've had people just do a nod but normally it's you just your right hands on the wheel and you you bring up all but your ring finger and your pinky so it's, it's those three fingers and mm-hmm. it's like a quick little flick of the three fingers yeah, I'm in the club. Wow. Hey, hey, dude. I supra. I had no idea that oh. Jeep Wrangler owners were that. Mm. Uh, to be fair, it's I didn't know it was going to be that, and now I don't even notice that I do it. I just I always see like the grill of the Jeep coming, yeah. and I just sometimes I'll just I'll, I'll have I don't do it last second. My fingers are just up. Yeah. And Nick and I are just all the time now. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of Jeeps we live by. Yeah. You don't realize how many of the same car you live by until uh, until you wave at all of them. I do. Oh, because you drive an Equinox. Everyone has an Equinox <laughs> here. Literally everybody. I don't. No, you 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 don't count. But you can also drive in the snow, right? It is a. Do you have four wheel drive? It is a two wheel front wheel drive. Rear wheel drive is way different. Yeah. I turn on my four wheel drive when I when it's raining. Really, it gets really slick, and mm. I just I don't want a fishtail. I did that one time. And yeah. I was like, this is not a good feeling. I I fishtail like twelve times in the winter every year. It, it front wheel drive. Yes, I fishtail. All the Are time. you just whipping corners? <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I see the school bus coming down my neighborhood street. I'm like, gotta beat it. Oh no. <laughs> Yes, and that's the plane we live with. Yes. Back to ch- chasing the planes. That was a good transition back. Right? Um, so for this, just bring a fun deck, whatever you like to play. Um, seems like a pretty casual format. So yeah, no no tips and tricks. This is just yeah, it's, playing with a global effect in play in the, from the start may may help you more than others if you play right. lots uh, uh, like a variety of mechanics in your deck. Yeah. If it's more linear, it might not help you as much as it does other people. Yeah. Um. I'm excited for this next one. The Pinata Commander. So this this format seems really fun and I, you know, I'm banking on there being pinatas. I hope there's pinatas there. You get there's got to be a pinata, right? There, They're going to set them at those tables, right? I don't know, maybe. At least like a token of a pinata, which would be just as sought after in my opinion. Even a small pinata. Should we just bring a pinata in case we're disappointed? We can go pinata <laughs> shopping. We'll we'll have some downtime. There's got to be a party city in every city, right? Well, Chicago is a party city, right? So we just like go up to a just random person like a on little... the street and be like, you, have, you know where we can get a pinata? <laughs> you know where we can get a pinata? <laughs> They're going to be like, what do you need a pinata for? Just no questions no, asked. You don't ask that question. You just 
point them in the direction of a pinata. <laughs> if you live in Chicago, will you point us in the direction of a pinata? <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. So this format begins with a pinata in play, and it has 25 life. So Yeah, so the pinata is a player. The pinata is considered a player in this format, and the object of the game is to reduce the pinata's life to zero, so to beat the crap out of it and take all of its candy, mm. which is um, prize tickets. Is it? that you, well, you get yeah. prize tickets? No, in this. Yeah. So you're going to take all of its prize tickets. Th- thematically, what would magic candy be? Magic candy? I would hope for packs of cards. Okay. Falling out of a pinata. That'd no, be that's, great. That's that's a good deal. And if they really wanted to be, you know, like top notch, they'd throw like a like a collector's booster in there. Ooh. Wouldn't that be nice? You could, and then and then you dive for that one. You knock people out of the way diving for that yeah, piece of candy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then you and then you open the pack and your brawl insert is a uh, tap dual land. Tap dual land. Which one's that? Just like it enters the battlefield tapped, and it and it. Or you open it and colors. it's the non-foil like Kenrith or something. That'd be Ooh. cool. That'd be really cool. I want one of those. One yeah. of the brawl. One of the brawl commanders in non-foil because those are in those, aren't they? I don't. Are they in non-foil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, are in yeah. there. Yep. So you can get like the Tulane or Leela, Corvold, Sir Sir Gwen. Yes. So that that's what I. What would your candy be from your magic pinata booster packs? What's better? That that's within reason. Obviously, oh, it so can't, can't be expensive. I can't, can't be a pinata of LEDs. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I guess in your world where all fancy people play, they're all fake LEDs. <laughs> no. no, no. Um. I mean, I guess you could have some other things in there. Like, you could have some dice, just loose dice. <laughs> Actually, you know, turn downs. Like, okay, so I bought um, one the of the spin downs. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought I bought a bundle the other day because there was a sale at the store that I was at, mm-hmm. and it comes with a, a jumbo spin down. I like that thing a lot. Is it purple? Yes, that's what I was told. I haven't seen them. I will show you. Okay. I plan on bringing it to Command Fest Chicago, which the, is this weekend. The spin downs. Would be a good idea to put in there. What yeah. else magic stuff would you put in a pinata? Well, that's probably it, but you don't want to put dice and packs on the same things, and your packs are going to get all dented. And You can't put packs in a pinata. All, all the cards are going to get bent and hit and destroyed. Well, maybe they're in like hard plastic cases or something. Okay. I'm just trying to think of a way to... T-shirts, I guess. I don't own any that's not magic gonna clothing. Fall, that's not going to fall out of a pinata easily. Well, look at this t-shirt that just <laughs> fell out. Well, like out of a t-shirt cannon. They like wrap it up tight. So as you're beating the pinata, people are launching t-shirts from a cannon That would be at awesome. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pinata gauntlet. <laughs> um, I do. I have the, um, I have the Planeswalker symbol um, shirt. Uh, the rainbow shirt from last year's yeah. uh, charity drive for, um, I can't remember the actual charity. I, they do it every year. Okay. And I, I think I donate and Nick has the one for D and D. Gotcha. So, and then, and then I think I do have a, a shirt that says Gruel smash. That does sound like you. It's from Ravnica. That's kind of weird. It's like I like blue white, but blue, in, in, white, in, cool in, in like standard or or modern, mm-hmm. I generally play like an aggro deck for yeah. the most part. I want to go eat snacks between rounds. That's just how that's just how I've always been. 
I'm gonna go eat some chips. That's <laughs> see you guys in 30 minutes. That's that's fair. That's <laughs> very know? fair. Playing, you know, I used to play a lot of control, and and I did switch to control for a little bit during during some standard seasons mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And when when you go to when you go to turns or to time every single round, mm-hmm. it just it's a long day. Mono blue control mirror matchup Kaladesh standard. No, oh, I'm an Amonkhet standard. It's the it's the um the the Spider Man meme where they're pointing at each other, but it's just torrential gear hulks. Yes, that's that was that standard. Yeah, it really. For, was. Well, for a few weeks, not the whole standard, but no, that deck wrecked. It was riggedy wrecked. I played it <laughs> one week and I felt bad. So, um, but so back to the pinata. Now that we know what commander. we would what we would want to beat out of a pinata, <laughs> um, the the object is like you, you, so you reduce the pinatas. I've told to zero. Players can only attack the pinata, but anybody can block for the pinata. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's two rounds. Everybody gets three prize tickets. Um, but so this is an interesting format because you're all you're all doing the same thing here, but now you can interact only during combat. Yeah. Um, and now we assume when it comes to blockers that it will go in the same priority as spells on the stack. So you could like someone swinging lethal at the pinata and you have a board full of creatures and each one of your other opponents has just like one creature out and be like, Oh, I'll, I'm just going to pass priority. Uh, if you don't want to lose the game, I guess you're going to have to block with your one creature. Oh, it's so mean. <laughs> it's like that, that the game, you know, it's a, I don't know if anybody else has heard of this. It's a, it's a card game called Kill Dr. Lucky, but it's very much like that where you have to stop somebody who's about to win the game by discarding some resources to match mm-hmm. this like this power level and um this is the very this is very much the same way where you go, mm, I'm not going to block, Mm-mm. but you need to." Yep. Even if it's not favorable for you, we're all going to lose. Now, it could backfire and that person could could just go, "Okay, I guess yep. the game's over." They win. <laughs> I <laughs> But um I, I think there's a lot of combat tricksy things that'll really make this format fun. Definitely. You're you're gonna have a lot of fun with this format. I am not, probably. I do okay, so I know I talk a lot about so I have nineteen commander decks. That's I know I mostly talk we've been playing for a few years now. For sure. So we for have sure. Good, and I like I don't like to disassemble. I just <laughs> if I need this card, I'll buy another copy now. That's right. Um it is. So we I do have like an Edgar Markov deck. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of token decks. I have mm-hmm. Omnath, Locus of Rage. I have Slimefoot. I have a few other decks that can can go very wide very quickly. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I think that those will do really well in this format. Um, so I think cards like Fog Effects will be really good because you prevent all combat damage that would be dealt. So mm-hmm. you can you not block and fog. And then if someone else thought they were going to win, you can take the win on, like, like let's say you're going next. Mm-hmm. Or you can use cards that say prevent all combat damage that would be dealt by creatures your opponents control and block and wipe their board, but you still keep yours. Yeah. Um, other cards that would slow your opponents down, potentially depending on the way you build it, would be again like Magus of the Moat. If you built an mm-hmm. all flying deck, you True. put that in. If no one else has flyers, only you can swing, and they are going to have to take out your resource. But in a, in a format like this, you will need to still have removal. Oh yeah. Even though you're not removing anything from the pinata, you have to be able to. What's well, what uh, Nick said before before we left uh, today? He's like overload cyclonic rift. Yeah, at the end of someone else's turn. That's nuts. Because then you get free swings in on the pinata. Yeah. By yourself. Hopefully, you got twenty five on board. Or less. It, 
everybody's going to hit. And the first few hits, I'm sure it's going to be, I swing for one, I swing for three, I swing for two, you know, and then the, the pinata's life's going to be real low, real fast. I don't expect this to be a long game, which is cool because you can play it a lot. Yeah. And that's what, uh, they have, I mean, it's two rounds. It is two rounds. And that's probably why they did it that way. Sure. Um, Another card, at least one that I would like to play, is um, Awe Strike. And it, it's a card that has prevent damage that one specific target creature would deal. So you could, on the turn before, block a creature and allow maybe one of theirs to get through so that enough damage gets done to the pinata that mm. you are now within range to take it out. Mm-hmm. I I could be completely wrong. Maybe it's not going to be all combat tricksy, but I really think it is. So I, I think it will be. I, I'm just thinking life gain doesn't matter. You don't need to gain any life. So, but if you have a commander that can have target player gain life, like Kenrith, I guess. Oh, you you could yeah. have the pinata get bigger <laughs> yeah. again. That's crazy. And then if someone starts, what a way to play a game when you give someone else life instead of you. Someone starts blocking, and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna give that that guy trample. So that the damage does come through because that'll put it in a perfect spot for me on my turn. And you got five colors. Yeah. Is Ken I have a canvas sitting around. I guess I could build one. We should all just sitting, build Kenrith decks. Sitting around. I, <laughs> I got a case of Throne of Eldraine and at our LGS they give out one promo per box. Mm-hmm. So I have six Kenrith. No, I have five because I traded you one. You did trade me one. It's foil. I want unfoil. Unfoil, non-foil. I want it to be unfoil. Just rip the foil off of it. I keep seeing things about these foil peels, and I don't want to try it. I am too afraid to do those. I know. Um, but so that is the pinata format. Yes. And obviously, we're not going to go through every single format here. There's there's a few that are um, have a lot of support, a lot of content out about them right now. So, well, in well, in a way to avoid making this podcast four hours, we're gonna <laughs> we're just gonna mention that Brawl, Oathbreaker, and One v One Duel are also part of Command Fest. Yes, this is One v One Duel. Which Correct. I made a mistake when I was looking up One v One rules. I looked up One v One Magic Online rules, which are not the same. Look up One v One Duel. They do have special bannings. Well, um, there's a complete. Well, they have banned as commanders. Yes. yes. Um, like Urza, uh, Yuriko. Zergo Bell Striker. Um, we were looking at it, and, and I guess every time we looked at one, we we're like, "Why is this?" A- oh, okay. I guess yeah, I can see yeah. why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of there's a, there's a unique set of banned cards for one v one duel. Um, but again, all of these are on the Pastime Games link for the actual event. All of the rules are there, and links to the the external websites that have full full summaries of of how that format works. And you're gonna have to follow us on Twitter to see those links. Yeah, we're gonna post those tonight. Um, and then the last, the last unique one here is called Lightning Round. Yeah. So, so this one, very intriguing. So different. So, uh, so your starting hand size is ten cards instead of the normal seven, and during your draw phase, you draw back up to ten cards. <laughs> uh, and then during your main phase, you can play multiple lands. You just. So if you have a hand of like four lands and or five lands or six lands and four spells, you can play six lands and if you can afford to play four spells and the next turn you draw ten. Is hold on, hold on. Is Ashiok nine not Ashiok, is is Ashling the Pilgrim ninety nine mountains <laughs> a super awesome deck now? <laughs> on this turn I play ten mountains, Ashling, go. And I pump it twice on this turn. Because you can't do them all on the same turn. Because right. once you do it three times, you have to remove them all. Yep. But 
That would be really No, fun. it's fine. Okay, you, so this this deck that we're talking about is Ashling the Pilgrim and 99 Mountains. It's a real deck. If you want a real budget deck, play that. So basically, Ashling has pay one and a red. You put a plus one, plus one counter on her. And then if you activate that three times in a turn, you remove all plus one, plus one counters from it. You deal that much damage to each creature and each player. Mm-hmm. And so um, you would be guaranteed to be playing 10 lands a turn. Yeah. Not Well, yes. Yes. You play 10 and then 20 and then 30. <laughs> I think you just blow up Ashling every turn and just recast No, because that commander, that commander tax is going to be too rough. It costs two extra every time and you're putting 10 lands out a turn. <laughs> I'm going to put my Ashling deck back together yes, for this. Yes. I want to play this format every day. Every and only. And you're going to sit down and there's going to be three other people all playing <laughs> Ashling the Pilgrim. Whoever goes first wins. Oh. Are there any other commanders that just pump into themselves like that in a monocolored deck that you would want to just play lands? I don't think there is. No, but it, I think this gives you a good opportunity to play like high CMC commanders that wouldn't normally be viable without super uh, expensive ramp cards. So a deck that is near and dear to my heart that is unfortunately not together right now would be Kazarov, Sengir, mm-hmm. Pureblood. Sure. Uh, he's he's like seven mana total, and he is a four four flying vampire that says whenever another creature uh, takes damage, put a plus one plus one counter on him. And then you can pay three and a red to do two damage to target creature. I play a lot of token decks and moved away from that strategy for a few months when that was a deck that you were playing a lot because yeah. it it wipes my board when I play. So I have a white green cigar to humans deck. Mm-hmm. I have a green black tokens um, in slime foot mm-hmm. and then vampires. Yep. And then do I have another token deck? Um, I feel like I do. What am I missing? Slime foot? Do you say slime? Yeah, foot? I said slime foot. Well, I know I have at least three. Yeah. And those were the three. That I think, oh, sniggity little snakes coming at you. We're so sneaky. Yeah, those, I used to play that a ton as well. Yeah. That's been shelved for a bit. I've been, the new hotness, you know, we've been playing with all that stuff. So I'm hoping, but yeah, no, I used to lose to that deck a lot. And well, and then our But friend, that'd be good to play in this. And our friend Ryan would play elves. Oh yeah, elves, elves gets wrecked by that a yeah. lot as well. But yeah, so, so any deck that you think would be like, you know what? This deck seems underwhelming in the normal commander format, but if you could just like ramp it out right away, then it would be super strong. You should consider playing that. And, and I think maybe landfall decks are probably pretty broken in this format. Depending on how many lands you play, I guess. If you're playing a landfall deck, you're probably playing a lot, but not necessarily. I think in my landfall deck, I do play 40. And I don't know if I'm doing it right. But I then, probably should play more. But then you can replace every single one of your extra lands per turn card with a land. Mm-hmm. in this format specifically yeah i mean if you're building a deck specifically for this format. yes yes if you if you're building for this you can you can avoid playing cards like rampant growth and well i was well even, no no you you might want to play the ramp i i was saying more like uh like, like burgeoning cor- and um yeah. um what's it exploration exploration yep uh wayward sword tooth explore Draw no that that does let you at least draw and you can play an additional land but you don't care about the draw you you only care about the draw uh, you'd be paying one and a green to draw a card right and I don't know if it's worth it in this format no because you're drawing up to ten so you probably don't care you are so you take out explore so I mean I would maybe this is the type of thing where you would want to play like 
blue black control and then you can notion thief people and... no so notion thief is one of the meanest cards yes it is and it doesn't even have to be flashed out if it's just sitting out mm-hmm. someone played it just casually the other day and they weren't doing anything else they just played it and someone had just set up a um like a a card that would allow everybody to draw one or two extra cards at their upkeep. Oh yeah. And I mean that that's fair, but the other person was like, I just spent three turns setting this up to be nice to everyone. They mm-hmm. were playing like group hug and the notion thief guy goes, yeah, I guess I'm drawing a lot. Yeah. It's so, all my group hug. Yeah. Um, so this format should be fun. Yeah, it, it should be. It should be fun. As long as people, if, if people aren't building specific decks to break the format, it will be fun. Well, I don't even know if you can break this one too much because everyone gets to drop to 10 every time. Cuz you get to drop to 10. Yeah. So, and it's just at your upkeep. So, it's not like it's a special. You draw 3 extra at your it's just draw up to 10. What if uh draw back to the your hand size difference, which is 10. Mono black tutor. What's her name? Marilyn of the Mornsong. Marilyn of the Mornsong says players can't draw cards. Turn 1, Marilyn. If you went fourth, that would be okay. <laughs> if you went first, you're a monster. Well, if you went well, if you went first, they're gonna remove it. If you went last, they don't get to draw up to ten. They tutor oh, for a true. single card. So you, if you were to do that, that's true. You would want to go fourth. I think. No, that's true. That's very true. You're but, right. But we don't want to do You're that. Right. Don't do. We're that. there to make friends in Chicago. Only friends, <laughs> not to make <laughs> enemies. <laughs> um, and then and then brawl and oathbreaker. Um, Brawl, it's been live on Arena for a few weeks now. Yep. Um, if you play it on Wednesdays, but they did have the the um, pre-release event uh, for for some coins for for gold. Um, you could play. I played God Eternal Loketra a bunch. Got five wins with it. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do need the extra value in whatever commander you're playing. I did find that I got blocked by a lot of three mana planeswalkers. Yeah. Oko's good. The Royal Scions is good. Yep. If they land a planeswalker that can protect itself, it's really hard to get through. Mm-hmm. And that's what I uh, felt very planeswalker um, centric. Like if you're not playing planeswalkers, it felt like you were doing it wrong. That was just what, that was just my perception. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and they did the one event, they did a, they did a brawl event and they had like eight of the top 15 decks were Oko decks because Oko is Broco. Yeah. Especially in the standard format. Make an elk. You're an elk. I want I want to Photoshop a picture of Oko as Santa and then all of the reindeer's <laughs> names are creatures. Like this was Judith the Scourge Diva and then Hydrate Crasis. <laughs> on Hydrate Crasis, on, on, on Judith. <laughs> you do the whole. As long as his sack of presents is also just a bag of elks. <laughs> <laughs> or just a ton of food sitting back there. Oh, yes. It's got to be, you know, it's the Christmas ham. No, the roast beast. Ooh. Oh, just. But that's what I think Santa has been up. Like the OG Santa, Zedru, mm-hmm. has been upstaged by yeah. Oko in this case. <laughs> you get him. You get an elk. Um, so those those are the special formats that yep. we want to talk about. Um, if you have any tips and tricks that you want to share with anybody else, or if you want to send us a note, um, we're happy to share those. Um, we're excited to play some of these formats. Um, so um, drop us a note, like we said, if you have any any additional uh, comments or suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, and shoot us a message if you're there on the weekend. And yeah, we'll we'll schedule something. Sure. Yeah, we'll we'll plan some games. Um, we're also going to have some artists there. 
um, Aaron Miller, Jeff Miracola, and Tyler Walpole will be there. Um, so get your artist proofs, prints, and signatures. Um, I know that I want to get um, my wilderness reclamation signed. Oh. Yeah, so I'm that that'll be cool. Um, I do like signed cards. Um, I know they're not for everyone, but I like getting artist prints because on the back they're just, it's just an artist proof, so it's not a full magic card. Those I, are really cool to have. I have gotten a, a piece. I, I actually tend to go for the pieces of art that the artists the prints. Have. Yeah. I know the the first Magic Fest I went to, um, I picked up a, a, a Liliana that was like Day of the Dead, which is tomorrow, Day of the Dead. And I thought that was cool. Happy Halloween. And then Trick or treat. This last one, uh, I picked up a playmat, which also happens to be a zombie. It is. Being playmat with Liliana in the middle. It was the, um, the SCG promos from a few years ago where it was all the Planeswalkers were dead except Liliana's not dead. Right. Which, if you haven't seen the Jason that, he's eating his own brain. It's awesome. <laughs> um, our segment's back. I'm excited. Commander Dex. Explain badly. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Is that your prep for this? this, is, this that's just like, that's that's our transition song right there. <laughs> to Commander Dex, explain badly. Um, so, okay. so we'll be badly explaining these Commander Dex and trying to guess what each other has prepared. Yes. We're guessing, yeah, we're guessing what deck it is based on the horrible <laughs> explanation. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here, I'll go first. Okay, okay. This deck has the most thoughtfully laid out plans, but they end up just being plain rotten. Thoughtfully laid out plans that end up being plain rotten. It's a zombie deck. No. Oh. Plan, 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 plan. Scheming. Schemer... Mm. that's not the word to focus on give me give me a hint okay um focus on the word laid thoughtfully laid out plan Mm -hmm. laid out laid out laid out or something you would lay something you would lay hawaiian brian (laughs) brian no brian is not here i need another hint i'm sorry okay okay um she okay. um, is protecting things. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's not a good. It's not a good explanation of of the deck being explained. No, she actually doesn't. She just chucks them. She wants them to go away, but she's protecting. It. I don't she, understand. She why. Laid, laid out, laid. But after a while, things. after a while, they yeah. get pretty rotten. But after a while, they get rotten. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 sorry, Andy. I don't know. Okay, so um, they it's so it's a food that you could okay. consume, but they could go bad. But they could go rotten. Eggs go rotten. <gasps> Eggs. Atli. Atla. Atlas. Atla. Atla Palani. Well laid out plans. Oh my gosh. That are pretty rotten. Oh my. Gosh. I was so proud of that one. That's a good one. <laughs> I did not get that. That's a good one, though. All right, all right, all right. Um, old man kills robots to make trinkets. Is that um, Arkham Dags? Yeah, it's Arkham Dags. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is a really odd deck that I don't understand all that well, but it's riddled with good cards that make for a pretty uneven playing field. Riddled with good cards that make for a pretty uneven playing field. 
Yeah. Does riddled have something to do with it? Sure. He's a ri- it's a riddler. <laughs> it's got its came with its question marks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Batman movie. Yeah. But Jim, before we go, you know. So it's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's the Yeah, commander. that's the commander. That's the commander, Jim Yeah. Carrey. No. Riddled with 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 cards. It makes for a pretty uneven battlefield. Uneven battlefield. So it is uh odds. It's it's the Sphinx. Yeah, Enet. Yeah, Cryptic Inet. Sovereign. Yes. Yes, it's it's an odd deck that That's a good one. Yeah. I like that a lot. I was okay. excited for the riddled with the Sphinx thing and the... Yeah, because I immediately thought riddle form and I'm like, oh riddle form, that's a Sphinx. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um Crazy Man makes things appear that make it so you can't do stuff. Makes things appear so you can't do so. A crazy man. Crazy. That makes just things appear. That's creating tokens. No. Okay. Um, that makes it so I can't makes cast it, things? Makes it so you know, it various you can't do stuff. And maybe he can do stuff. But mostly you can't do stuff. I can and you can't. Um, um, but mostly you can't. But mostly you can't. Are we? Give me some colors. Uh, Am I going to get it too quickly if you give me colors? I don't know. Esper. Esper, things that. Um, Esper makes things appear. Crazy man. Triplets. No. Esper. Very <laughs> popular commander, actually, but not in our playgroups. Not in our playgroups. No. Okay. And it's not Aloro who just sits there in his chair and does nothing. I needed a copy of Aloro to replace my send triplets because I never cast send triplets. Right. Um, okay. Give me another hint. Uh, flying. Flying. And I can't do things, but you can. He, it's, it's, he makes things appear that make it so you can't do stuff. He is oftentimes played with a mono black combo card. The the very popular mono black combo card. Okay, give me one more. Give me another hint. I'm gonna tell you the mono black combo card he's played with. Okay. Doomsday. Oh, Zer the Enchanter. Zer the Enchanter. Oh yeah, he does just make just things makes appear. Things that makes it so that I can't do things. Yeah. yeah. That that does work. Yeah. Okay. Um all right, hold on, let me find one more. So you do one more while I okay. find my last one. Okay, so this is the one I was talking to you about before that I was excited because I think you're going to get it. Um, okay. One simple sentence. That's a big 10-4, good buddy. That's a big 10-4. Um, is this is this Lazav? No. no. no okay, no. so you're not becoming a 10-4. No, no, this is, this is one of my OG commander decks. That's a big. Oh, oh, Lord of Tressorhorn. You got it. Lord of Tressorhorn. That's a good one. The only 10 4 in Commander. In the only 10 4 in, in Magic. <laughs> that's a big 10 4. <laughs> that's a big But 10 how many four. creatures do you have to sack to make that happen? You have to sack. When he enters the battlefield, you have to sack two creatures and pay t- four life? I think it's four life. So, yeah. You just. Yeah. I loved that deck. That deck. Was good with what's the what's the card that prevents ETB effects again? That uh, you played in it at least. 
Torpor orb. Torpor orb, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much needed. Yeah, you need it. <laughs> you do need it. It's really hard to get that commander out yeah. pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's the end of our episode this week. So thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to contact us, you can find us um, on Twitter at hash... Or, no, you can find us on Twitter at GuardianPod. Uh, you can find me at ATFlory. And you can find me at SqueakyPigM. Not MTG, just M. Just M. I don't, I'm trying to fix it. I don't know Twitter. Squeaky pig. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, also take a look for uh, hashtag Guardian Project Pod to find our posts and episodes. We'd like to hear from you. So send along your comments and any topics you'd like us to talk about. And we'll go over those in the next episode. Uh, you can also email us at guardianprojectpod at gmail.com. Um, have a great Halloween. And hopefully we'll see you at Commander Fest this weekend. See you this weekend. Happy Halloween. Bye. Chicka treat. Smell my feet. Give me candy from your pinata and packs of magic cards. Can we take all the... And all the lion's eye diamonds that Coil wants. <laughs> yeah, please, give please me all of them. pass those out. That's what we were like for trick or treat. Yeah, lion's for, eye diamonds, please. No tricks, just lion's just, eye diamonds. Can we take all of your copies of Oketra's Last Mercy and shove them into a pinata? I would be cool doing that. I'm 35 okay. Just last mercies people can fight over. We can throw some neoforms in there too. Yeah. Yeah.